listening to PetLifeRadio.com. everybody and welcome to Alive Again on Pet Life Radio. My name is Brent Atwater and I'm the authority on animal life after death and pet reincarnation. Why? Because I can see your dead pet spirit and talk to your dead pet spirit. And today's show is about when can I communicate after my animal crosses over into the light. Otherwise, there's a myth about that. People think that you can only communicate later, like, oh, I need to wait five weeks after Buffy or Fluffy passes, or, oh, I need to wait several months. Well, that's just a myth. And today, we're going to bust that myth and tell you exactly why and how you can talk to your pet as they transition. So with a quick word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. It's designerpetsweaters.com, the latest fashion trends for our furry friends. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com We're back. Now we're going to discuss transition. And you go, well, what do you mean by transition? I want to explain that first and foremost because I think transition is a better word to use than pet death or pet loss or euthanized or had to be put down. Why? Because transition actually states the fact of what your pet's energy is doing. Now, when you say pet loss, okay, there's fact in that because you've lost your pet. Euthanized, that's a medical term, but it's so harsh and it engenders, when you think about it, the needle going into your pet's arm and him dying right there on the table in front of you. And so I really have a problem using that word, although I totally and completely accept that it is a medical protocol for helping a pet transition. But pet death, eh, that's okay. But I would like you to consider while you're listening today, if you would use the word transition from now on. In using the word transition, you'll have a mindset of understanding that your pet's energy is everlasting, never dying, and forever loving you. And they've never left because the energy just loses the fursuit and transitions into another form of living energy on the other side of the veil. Now, People always say, tell my pet I love them. Well, you tell them yourself because the minute they die and while they're dying, they can hear every bit of that because they're a living energy. So here's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the transition process so that you can understand why 
you can communicate if you have an animal communicator or a psychic or clairvoyant or whomever you're using to talk with your pet to actually communicate. One of the reasons animal communicators and pet psychics say, well, I can't talk to your pet until they hit the other side and they've rested for a while is stem because they can't access the frequency. Now, what does that mean? I see your dead pet spirit. I see it while it's dying. I see it while they put the needle in the arm. I see it and talk to it while it's transitioning out of its body. I see it cross the death line, and I see it and talk to it while it's doing that and going on the other side. So we're going to give you examples of that today so you'll thoroughly and completely understand when somebody says, well, we have to let your pet stay on the other side for a little while so they can get well so I can talk to them. Eh, wrong. Or We need to let your pet rest after he's transitioned. Eh, Wrong. That all means I can't connect with the energy frequency I need to access. Okay. First of all, every pet knows when it's going to pass. Now, we have a huge section on our blog, which go visit PetReincarnation.com, and a huge chapter in my book, Animal Reincarnation. And that's the number one resource for animal life after death questions in the world. And it's translated into multiple languages. So... Go read the chapter on memory moments. Memory moments is the time when your pet knows it's going to pass because it has chosen its exit point. And yes, pets choose the exit points just like people do. So when your pet has decided when its exit point is going to occur, then usually in the few days or a couple of weeks prior to your pet's passing, they have a memory moment. And if you look in our show archives, because all of our radio shows are archived and are on podcasts, so you can be listening to them while you're in the gym or eating dinner or riding home, just access them. There's a whole show on memory moments. They will create a memory moment. Now, if you're aware of that, then it gives you a heads up to when the pet will be passing. If you're not aware of that, it'll sort of put you on notice that something's different, okay? So the memory moment is the first predecessor to letting you know that the pet has chosen a transition exit point. Number two, if you can see energy like I do and you're going, well, I can't, okay, here's what happens for those of us who do see energy. The pet's aura, or living life force energy, which shines and glows out. If you remember Angels Among Us, or an angel whisper where they all had glow auras and halos, well, the halo is the aura of the pet's living energy. And I have on YouTube, if you'll go over there, a video about how to touch your pet's energy. And that's really how to touch your pet's aura. And in the book, there's a whole section on how to see your pet's aura and how to touch your pet's energy. So if you want to feel and see your pet on the other side, the book Animal Life After Death or Animal Reincarnation has specific one, two, three, four explanations on how to see and touch that energy. So the energy, the living life force energy starts withdrawing down to the heart center of the pet 24 to 48 hours before the pet crosses over. And even in hospice, they notice that you can tell when a person's energy is drawing into their body. And it's written in the hospice instructions of what to look for. In a pet, their eyes start getting glazy, their ears and their paws start getting icy cold because their life force energy is drawing into their heart so that they can leave their body. And this occurs 24 to 48 hours. What it looks like is it is a reverse purple swirling energy so that when you look at your pet's form, their aura is spinning in a reverse counterclockwise direction going 
up in purple and the body starts turning blacker with holes in it until the body becomes completely black. And when the body becomes black, then all the electromagnetic living energy within that fursuit has left, like Elvis has left the building, your pet's energy has left the body. So during all of that, if you see the pet's spirit, that's what you see and that's what you talk to and that's how you know that your pet is transitioning and again all of this is in our book animal reincarnation now if you have questions about any of this we have a huge group of over 50,000 global members on our facebook page and just come on over there and after every show we have continued discussions about all of this and lively questions so that there's always something happening and we're always talking about animal afterlife or animal crossing over or what the animal does when they cross over into the light, how they behave and then signs from the other side. And it's really the number one resource for pet loss answers for your heart's questions. So come on over there and um, visit with us. Now, when a pet is being euthanized, let's use the medical term, and they are being given the shot and the drug is being delivered to them, you're thinking to myself, oh, certainly I can't talk to the pet at this point in time. Well, most certainly you can. Now, here's an example. I was watching a pet crossover because I was doing a reading for a woman and she wanted to know about the death of her pet. And because I can see pet spirits and I can see inside the body, the first thing I did is I looked inside her pet's body and I described all of the organs and how the organs were shutting down and what conditions created the death of the pet. Because a lot of people say my pet died and I don't know what it is. Well, I can just look inside their body and see their organs and tell you what's going on. And there are not many people that can do that, maybe a handful in the world, but I love it because it gives you closure and it sets your mind to knowing what happened. Like we had a little French bulldog and she came home and found the dog floating in the pool, just devastated the owner. She had no idea how he died. Well, I looked inside his body and the dog had asthma and the dog had run out around the pool um, to go outside and had an asthmatic attack. And when it had an asthmatic attack, it was gasping for air, and as it was gasping for air, it was stumbling, and then it stumbled into the pool and passed away. Now, because I saw his energy and could look inside his body, looking inside his body denoted that there was a problem with asthma and breathing, and seeing his pet spirit showed me and allowed me to watch how the pet passed. So when you see energy and you can see dead spirits, that's what you see. So I asked the dog while it was drowning in human terms because the living spirit, the energy, was already transitioning from the little fursuit that it lived in. How are you doing? And the pet said, tell mom I had no pain. It was quick and I'm okay. So I was talking to the pet as its spirit was withdrawing from the body. Another one, which is one of my absolute favorites, a cat. They put the cat to sleep. I watched the cat. She said, oh, was my cat in pain? And I'm looking at the cat. The cat is sitting in its spirit body above the fursuit laying on the table. And I said, well, the vet is administering the euthanasia drug into its right forearm. And uh, your cat's got glazed eyes. And now he's taking his last breath. And now he's passing away. And the owner, of course, was upset. And I said, but let me tell you what he's doing. Your cat is sitting in spirit form above the fursuit in this laying on the table going, this is fine. Hurry up and get this over with so I can go on. The cat wasn't even in the body while they were administering all that. And he was sitting up talking to me up over the, quote, corpse that was on the table. And he was absolutely fine. So then she says, well, what did we do? And I said, cat says, let me show you what we did. 
So the cat says, follow me. She said, first of all, they wrapped me in a yellow sheet. And I'm going, okay, what's wrong with that? He said, well, I didn't like the sheet. And I said, why? He said, because the sheet was 230 thread count. And I'm going, and what difference does that make? He said, well, they cremated me and I'm worth a 700 count in my sheets. And I'm going, oh, please, it was going to be cremated with you. He said, I don't care. I deserve a 700 thread count in my sheets. Well, the time you would have thought that the owner would have been at her most remorse and crying, she and I both were absolutely laughing that this cat whose spirit was watching the body being put in a sheet, in her the yellow sheet that she wrapped him in, was actually fussing about the fact that the thread count of the sheet was not high enough for his taste level and really wasn't as elegant as he wanted. And the owner said out loud, hello, we were cremating you. It didn't matter. It was going to get burned up. Cat said, I deserved a better sheet. And so here we are absolutely laughing at what's going on when you think it's going to be one of the most horrific times to talk to a pet when they're being cremated. Nope. We just went through that. and The cat's going, okay, look at that. I didn't like that fursuit anyway. So yes, you can talk to your pet while they're even in the process of being cremated. Now on that, we'll come right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright backings for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Back, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Back today. Dyson, music to your ears. Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets with your Paranormal Pets ghostly host, Brandy Stark, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We are so grateful for our sponsors. And if you know anyone who you think might be a good sponsor for our show, please tell them about us. Because lots of people who have prematoriums, have pet memorial services, have pet photography services, pet portrait services, would be a fabulous sponsor for our show and get lots and lots of international coverage. So you might tell somebody who's doing pet portraits, you might want to advertise on Brent's show because of her huge reach and because of our global Facebook group and because of all the things that they could do good for people who are listening to the show who've just suffered the loss of a pet. Now, when an animal crosses into the light, let me explain that process. Literally, their life force energy raises up out of the fursuit or body, okay, and I watch it. Then the process, the animal slides across the death line. The death line 
is a dark electromagnetic activity that separates the living energy and all there is on inside the light and on the other side from the fursuit and the earth energy. And you're going, well, why is it black? Because it means there's no electromagnetic energy there. There's nothing living in it. That's the line they cross over from the fursuit body, cross over the death line over to the living side of all there is. Now, you can talk to a pet while they're going over the death line. Let me give you an example. Forrest. <laughs> Forrest would stick his paw into the death line and go, well, now if I go over there, are y'all still going to talk to me? We go, yes, Forrest, we're going to be talking to you. So then Forrest leans forward, his energy does, into the death line. He pulls back and he says, I don't know, am I going to like it over there? We're going, Forrest, go to the light, honey. It's really nice over there. It's going to be perfectly okay. Go on over there. And you're going, he still hadn't crossed the death line. He's halfway in, halfway out. So I told the owner, would you tell Forrest to go on and cross over? Because now Forrest is still on this side of the death line and he hadn't crossed it. And for those who know about ghosts and things like that, ghosts are living energy spirits that have not crossed the death line. And that's why they say, if you have a ghost in your house, tell it to go to the light, cross the death line and go to the light. So right now, here's Forrest hanging out as a ghost or a haint or whatever you call them, paranormal entity. And so Forrest goes in three quarters of the way, comes back and he says, wait a minute, am I going to get any food over there? And I'm saying, Forrest. For God's sakes, will you go on and cross the death line? You're going to absolutely love it on the other side. You could be able to do anything you want to do with absolutely no constraints. You won't have a body. You won't have to worry about being anywhere anytime. You can be there in a split thought. You don't have to worry about being fed because you're always full. You don't have to worry about food. Just cross the death line. So Forrest decided he would cross the death line. Now, had he not crossed the death line, he would have remained a ghost or an entity that stuck between the worlds. That's what they call it. So now Forrest crosses over, and we're talking about animals crossing into the light. And when anything crosses over the death line, it comes out on the other side like a beautiful sparkler, just a magnificent white sparkler form, because that's all there is. Okay, and here we got Forrest again. Forrest gets on the other side. And he forms into this sparkler and he decides he's going to do whirly gigs and bounces. And we are laughing like crazy because Forrest is zooming all over everywhere in his new sparkler form. He's seeing if it bounces, will it splatter? He's doing loop-de-loops because he likes the way it streams behind him. You know, like when you see airplanes and they leave a stream behind them. Well, Forrest, in his new sparkler form, is doing loop-de-loops to see how he likes the way he looks in this sparkler form. Once again, we're supposed to be in this very reverent, oh my gosh, I can't talk to my pet because he's just crossed the death line. No, I'm talking to Forrest. The owner's talking to Forrest. I'm watching Forrest and Forrest is having one heck of a good time playing with his new sparkler form. And his owner and I were laughing so hard that there were tears coming down our face and just holding our sides because Forrest was absolutely hysterical in the things he was saying while he was doing all of this. And it's like, where is the myth now of you have to wait to talk to them? It's non-existent. It just means the person can't access the energy frequency it needs to to talk to that pet. So here we go. 
And now Forrest is on this other side, and he's in sparkler form. Well, for those of you who are listening, you know that I'm the authority on animal life after death and pet reincarnation. If an animal is going to reincarnate, at that point in time, they start formulating into a new being, which is in future energy that I can access and I look at. And I see them put on their new fursuit. I describe that new fursuit to you. And then I ask the pet, uh, excuse me, when are you going to come back or when are you going to appear for your owner and where or is it going to be and how are you going to look and how long is it going to take and those are my full reincarnation readings now sometimes when you get something like forest forest had to try on three or four suits he tried on brown fur and he didn't like that so then he tried on white fur and he thought that was too sissy and then he tried on a pale spotted outfit and he didn't like that and he finally decided that he was going to come back in a charcoal gray fur suit and we're looking forward to his return but all this time, and Forrest had just passed because we watched him pass. We talked to him through the whole thing. We talked to him while he was crossing the death line. We talked to him while he was trying out his sparkler for him. We talked to him while he was deciding what kind of fursuit and what color because he wanted the shade to match his eyes. Was he going to wear when he came back in reincarnation? So all of those times that everybody says, well, I can't talk to your pet at that time is wonderful, delightful information because you're taking the journey with your pet, okay? Now, the most important part of all about talking to an animal, and the first question everybody asks me is when I'm doing an animal communication session is, do they know I love them? And I say, well, tell them yourself. They're living energy. And one of the hardest things to do is wrap your mind around the fact that just because they vacated the fursuit, they're now alive and well and a full-blown living energy. They can do anything, anywhere, anytime. And the minute you can wrap your head around that living energy, and we just did a show last week on that about the living energy and signs and things of that nature from the living energy that they can communicate with you, that is the biggest hurdle for you to expand your awareness with. But once you open your mind to, yes, they are a living energy, a whole nother world opens up for you that you can never go back when, once you've learned. And your whole concept of death doesn't become death anymore. It becomes transition. And it's really not important about what they say to you or you telling them, well, I love you because they know it. They hear it. I mean, if they can talk to you while they're being injected with euthanasia drug and talk to you while they're cremated and talk to you while they're crossing the death line and talk to you while they're reincarnating, the most important thing is that they know how much you love them. And it doesn't matter how long because suppose you just had a puppy for three days and it passed away. It's more important that they know how much you love them instead of how long you love them. So when you're dealing with transition, I ask that you look at the fact and open your mind. Just consider it. Even if you're closed-minded, say, well, I'm not even going to think about that. It's not possible, and I'm just not going to deal with that. Okay, if you do that, then you are setting the own boundaries and closing the doors for your pet to be able to contact you because your pet will honor. They will definitely honor your wish of no connection, no communication, no signs. They'll go, okay, if that's what mom wants, then that's what I'm going to do. And as a pet parent, you're walking around going, I don't know if Fluffy's okay. I haven't gotten any dreams. Or the guys will go, well, I didn't see him. I didn't hear him or whatever. Well, it's because she's got your mind closed. If you just open your mind and just say, well, what if this can occur? Then that allows your pet to start contacting you immediately. And if you've had pet loss and that night be in a dream telling you, hey, I'm fine. 
But if you think, well, I got to call an animal communicator to be able to talk to my pet and I got to wait six months. No. Shut down the fact that you could get a dream that night. Or I had a girl that had a pet that passed, this greyhound, and the dog, they had to uh, help him transition. And just when she came back from the vets, there he was in a vision in living energy, what I call steam form, laying on her deck in the sun and just looked right at her and wagged his tail. And she knew right then that he was absolutely fine and was not in the fursuit that was being cremated at the vet's office. He was already right there. He had beat her home and was laying in the sunshine on her deck in steam form or living energy form and was fine because her mind was open to receiving signs that he was okay and knowing that he was living energy. So the whole point today is to bust the myth of you have to wait till your dog or cat or horse, bird, ferret, you know, lizard, a feathered furry friend, uh, you have to wait till they stabilize on the other side, get well, heal or any of that. No. Uh-uh. You just need to watch their energy, be able to see their pet spirit form, and talk with them all the way through it. And lots of times this is a good thing to do because sometimes people will use animal communicators to talk to a pet before it's dying to see if it wants to die. Well, it's not a matter of wanting to die. It's a matter of this is the exit point they've chosen. And again, in the book, Animal Reincarnation, Everything You Want to Know for Your Heart's Questions, we have chapters on all of this. And I really believe from all of the consensus of the readers that it takes the sharp edge off of the knife of pain that's in your heart when your pet passes. So we ask you to come join our Facebook group and continue the conversation after this radio show. Check us out on YouTube. We're going to be having up a lot of new videos with questions and answers. And uh, we're on Instagram. So when I'm out filming and doing lots of things for my television appearances and my interviews, Come on down. All the behind scenes are shot and up on Instagram so you can see how we look before we hit the camera and all the good and fun stuff. And our pet loss group on Facebook, we'd love to have you join us. That's where we make all of our announcements, that and in our Facebook group. And do take the time to look at all the other Pet Life Radio podcasts and pass them along to their friends. And if you've got a suggestion for our show, send it to me, Brent at PetLifeRadio.com, because we're always interested in hearing your questions that can be educational for many. Now, you know, asking me, is your pet going to reincarnate? What are they going to look like and all that? That's a personal question, and that's how I make a living, by doing animal communication for your personal questions. But if you have generic questions about the process or animal life after death in general or animal crossing into the light or any of things or techniques of animal communication or anything like that, send me an email at brent at petliferadio.com. And we'll look forward to talking with you next week. Do visit our Pet Life Radio archives. Lots of information there. Do visit our pet blog. Lots of information there. And all of this is listed in our Pet Loss group on Facebook. So come on down and start the journey of expanding your awareness, which will allow you to enjoy your pet, whether they're in a fursuit or they're not. Thanks for listening. I look forward to seeing you later. Bye-bye-bye. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.